Waking After the Surgery by Leela Shatti. And just like that, I was whole again. Seem like a drawing of an eyelid closed, gauze resting atop it like a bed of snow laid quietly in the night, while I was somewhere or something else, not quite dead, but nearly, freer myself unlatched for a while, as if it were a dog I had simply released from its leash, or a balloon slipped loose from my grip. In a room with a low ceiling, my life bouncing back within reach, my life bounding towards me when called. Waking After the Surgery by Leela Shatti Welcome to the National Poetry Month with the other pages. We come with essays and articles across a multifaceted list of poets and their poetry. The other pages is curated by Steve Spenedis. Leela Shati is a Tunisian-American poet and a 2016-2017 writing fellow at the Fine Arts Work Center in Provincetown. Her latest collection is called Deluge with the Copper Canyon Press 2020. She's the recipient of many scholarships and grants and her poems appear in the New York Times magazine, Plowshares, The House, American Poetry Review, and elsewhere. Deluge, a chronicle of illness, womanhood, and faith. Leela Shati's work is as if she's meditating on womanhood. In her debut collection of poems, Deluge, released in April 2020, Leela Shati explores what the book, what the body can do, and how the female experience with the body is often canonized. She writes with innermost persuasion and focus towards the woman. Her style is gentle. Her words trip over each other into pathways of menstruation, aches and arrivals, and stirred stories of possibilities. Reading her is like being on a pilgrimage to an ancient monument or maybe a temple. A hush settles as one reads out loud Poems like Conversations, which is whispered between lovers, lovers as in the body and its being, the mind and its awakening to womanhood, the soul in an embrace of itself. Deluge stems from a very personal space, a deep personal space, the lived experience. The truth of her writing is palpable and actually elevated through her poems. Like a goddess song, she sings through her words in language that singes into our spaces. Burning, not in a destructive way, but in a healing way. Like an untethered placenta, she often talks about this fire as the fire of woman's blood. Her willingness to be, and I quote, give up the inconceivable heaven for a warmth I can sense. Leela Chatti talks about the endless well of darkness, of blood, of doubt, of shadows. I like Mary a bit better when I imagine her like this, crouched and cursing. A boy god pushing on her cervix. I like remembering she had a cervix, her body ordinary and soul like mine. 
I am both awestruck and awakened by her approach to Mary in this book and specifically in her poem, Confession. She demystifies Mary by bringing her to life in the moments that should matter the most, the birth of Jesus. Yet, it is not a moment described in any text. Instead of shying away from it, Leela addresses the moment of delivering a child and she says, like a secret she never wanted to hear. Confession as a poem is reticent in such a powerful, such a controlled way that one can feel oneself physically pulled into each poem. In reading these poems, one is moved as one is moved when a deep spiritual experience takes you into the core of a hymn or a chant. She brings an invocation to Mary in another poem. It's called Questions Directed Towards the Idea of Mary. She asks in a subtle whisper, Do you wish for me the freedom of a vast barren plain? Leela is confronting what the woman's body is expected to do. Does a barren body deserve to be a woman, she asks. Her poetry is full of empathy. In the choice of words, she's empathizing with every woman who has faced a deluge in life. A deluge of emotions, of physical responses, of others wanting to judge, of contradictions. In intake form, Leela is at her eloquent best. She says, Say, is that your boyfriend? I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask him some questions, okay? I'm just going to ask him some questions about your bleeding, okay? Just uh, clear some things up, okay? As one reads Deluge, the book and the two poems with the same title, one travels through the unseen, untouched places Leela wishes to take us with her, forcing our hands to touch and feel the pain she expresses with such reticent grace. The journey culminates in litany while reading scripture in the gynecological oncology waiting room. And here's how it goes. And God said, condemned, and God said, I will blot out men whom I have created, for I am very sorry that I have made them. What makes Leela's writing even more special to me is the confrontation that it weaves into an extremely lyrical voice. An underlying theme all through the poems is that of the medical system, America's medical system, its biased view towards women and their pain. And I will be missing a very important perspective if I don't mention that through the presence of religion, Leela in Deluge says religion cannot be denied. In her own words, Deluge was a search for questions and answers about herself, very often written in parallel to when she was also reading the scriptures to find these answers. The dual scriptures of the Bible and the Quran, and redefining what faith could offer to her in her moments that were most vulnerable. Leela says in an interview with the Adroit Journal, I had very complicated feelings about turning towards God during this time of need, while also feeling very angry 
and abandoned by God because of this illness. And because of the ways the women are bleeding and that women who are infertile, how these kinds of women are treated culturally. It was a difficult balance. I felt like I needed God, but I was also very angry. I felt pushed out, abandoned. Reading Neela's poems to me is like drowning into a sea of manna. It is hypnotic both in the intensity of the contradictions that they speak about, but also in how personally meditative each poem is. Confession Oh, I wish I had died before this and was in oblivion forgotten. Mary giving birth, the Holy Quran. Truth be told, I like Mary a little better when I imagine her like this, crouched and cursing, a boy god pushing on her cervix. I like remembering she had a cervix, her body ordinary and so like mine. Girl sweat lacing rivulets like veins in the sand, her small hands on her knees, not doves, but hands gripping, a palm pressed to her spine, fronds whispering like warriors overhead. Oh, Mary, like a god, I too take pleasure in knowing you were not all holy, that ache could undo you like a knot, and suffering. I admired this girl who cared for a moment not about God or his plans, but her own distinct life. This fearsome Mary, who'd disappear if it saved her, who'd howl to hell with salvation if it meant this pain. The blessed adolescent who squatted, indignant in a desert, bearing his child like a secret she never wanted to hear. Leela Chetty, in her own voice, is mesmerizing. I would really encourage you to go listen to her. Thank you for listening. I hope poetry is helping restore kindness in your lives. Keep listening. You can find us on Facebook, Tumblr, and on our website, theotherpages.org. Sharing is caring. So if you enjoyed this episode and want to listen to more, please tune in for more throughout the National Poetry Month and share with others too. Thank you. Stay safe. Enjoy poetry. Bye-bye.